What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. We're hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Um, of course, as always, we're still doing the COVID-19 corona lockdown, so this is coming to you double remote, uh, little brother Nico in one anchor-based location, and me in another. What's up, buddy? <laughs> Not much. I know it's becoming a lot less cool the longer we do it. Yeah, it's becoming a, a little... It's a little bit more annoying basically every week, but that's all right. That's okay. Listen, I um, uh, I guess we won't go too far down this path this week, but I did see a funny meme that it was like, you don't hear about all those brave souls who were telling the British during the Blitz that blackout curtains were for wussies. Yeah. So I saw, uh, I saw a business the other day that had a sign out that said, well, it was a picture on the internet, I guess I should say. That said, uh, we are open and we believe in the truth. No masks allowed. Hugs encouraged. All right. Just think it's fine. <laughs> Get people sick. It's okay. Hugs encouraged. Um, almost 80 people who were participated in one of the freedom marches have uh, been diagnosed with Corona-19. So, COVID-19. So, there you go. Corona 2020, here we come. Uh, it's going to be a long year if people don't quite figure out the rules here. Like so It's a combination of like distrust and also being dumb about it. Well, I think we've, and, I'm, and I'm, I guess I'm a calmer head today, but I think we've gotten to a point in society where we've attached agenda to kind of everything. Yeah. Including things like science. Yeah, including things that shouldn't have agendas because they're they're factual. Right. So now there's just an element of the population who's like, yeah, of course they believe that. They were funded by the... And it's like, no, 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 no. They did a study. This is like the result of the study. This isn't... But... It's just yeah, hard to. You, you can ask any dying person how they feel about what political party they they agree with. Like... <laughs> right, right. Uh, well, and somehow tying it into stuff like science and medicine, like the hydrochloronique became. <sighs> Excuse me. Oh my gosh! It's like my third yawn ever on air. Uh, hydrochloronique became like uh, politically you know, motivated. And when they actually sat down and did some studies, it turns out it's pretty ineffective. And so it actually has dangerous side effects for people who have heart issues and uh, COVID-19 actually affects the heart. And so it actually might be a danger for a lot of those people. And, um, you know, unfortunately it doesn't change everyone's thinking. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. So it's just a little upsetting to see politics somehow come between reality and, and, and science, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure how to – I feel like we live in an odd time, like in a weird space where things that should be common sense, like they're just not – like the rules don't really apply now. Like I'm not sure – um, 
a local bar here in my community got shut down by TABC, and 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 personally, I don't have a problem with that. If they're not supposed to be open yet, they're not supposed to be open. Like, it is what it is. Um, but then people were, were kind of railing against it in the Facebook, like, how dare they? And in my head, I was like, think about what you're saying. Like, how dare they enforce the rules? I don't know. If they're not supposed to be open yet, they're not supposed to be open yet. Right. So, like, all of a sudden, we're, we're mad at law enforcement agencies, too? Like, when do we... Where do we draw the line? At some point, do we ever come back to the rule of law? Like, when do we circle back around to being like, oh, yeah, this is still a crime? Never. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm worried that that might be the case when you see stuff like... We just slippery slope into the Civil War again. <laughs> Man, like, I'm not the guy who's an alarmist in any way that, like, oh, first of all, I think if, if, if people tried to rebel today, like, three drone strikes later, everybody would fall back in line. Um, however, I do think there's a segment of the population who, who wishes or hopes that that would happen. I don't disagree. You know, um... Yeah, I kind of rise again. Woo! Geographically impossible, but go ahead and try. Yeah. Uh, I, I We've just have decided a problem. to move all of the southern states north. <laughs> <laughs> they meant geographically rise. <laughs> They're going to build all of the southern states on top of twenty foot concrete slabs, paid for by Canada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just. Uh, so that the north and south will be risen. The south is risen. So it's like you, you still, you still suck. Like <laughs> the southern states are severely impoverished, millions of dollars in debt, uh, well below the average in education, in 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 healthcare, in Except well-being. Texas is the greatest country on the planet. Well, Texas isn't technically the south. Yeah, but that's... I've tried to explain like, that to people not from the South. Like, if you're from the South, you know Texas isn't part of the South. Yeah, the South is like... Left or right of Texas and over. Yeah. I feel like Louisiana is just where people go to party, so that's not... They're just like... It's like Sweden, but for partying. <laughs> Louisiana is like the... The Southern Vegas. Yeah. That's literally what it is. Yeah. Yeah, where sure. you go and gamble and drink and have a grand old adult themed time. Adult themed time that actually makes it sound even dirtier than it can be sometimes. Yeah, I would go somewhere for an adult themed time. Uh, <laughs> too bad they're all closed. <laughs> so you're saying there's an adult themed time? <laughs> but like, we are definitely, as a society, slipping away from the rule of law. Um. They finally charged those two men in the Ahmad Aubrey murder. Oh, good for them. Finally. Um Did you charge with hate crimes like they should be? I charged them with everything. Right. I charged Anything them with parking can... parking illegally in the street. I parked them with everything. Hey, you know this one time in the seventh grade when you made a mean tweet? Damn, that's hate crime now. Yeah. Like just hit him with well, everything you can. Well, and I don't know this is true, so I don't want to spread this as what it, I saw on the internet. I, I Listen, this is me prefacing. Like, I'm trying to be as 
I saw on the internet that there actually have been zero break-ins reported in that neighborhood. So it's just even more they're racist. Nice. Yes. So it literally puts a complete a whole fabrication in the whole thing. Yeah. Because then it's like, well, there's not even a problem of that in the neighborhood. They're literally just doing this. Yeah. They literally made that up when the cops were like, hey, why'd you shoot this guy in the street in cold blood? And they're like, he was dangerous. And they're like, yeah, you followed him in your car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was so dangerous that you had to murder him in the streets. Um, well, and then his, allegedly his mother was told at the time of the incident that he was caught breaking into stuff and that's what happened. In other words, the story she was told at the time wasn't even that he was jogging and got attacked. It was that he was in the middle of committing a crime and like caught by these people. So that's nowhere even close to what happened. Right. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. So now it creates the question, uh, the Attorney General of Georgia now wants to know from start to finish, person to person, names of everyone, exactly what happened in this investigation, minute by minute. Yeah, because you, you, don't, you don't get to that point and then be like, clearly everything's working exactly as we intended <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's obviously some sort of flaw in that process, in that system, for them to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I mean, I don't know. I feel like we're just kind of slipping and sliding away from the rule of law. And the the people behind it are typically of the the political party that would, that would believe in rule of law 98% of the time. The rule of law is, is, is a finicky thing because it only applies to crimes you want it to. Is that how it works? Yeah, because that's how that's how most rules, quote unquote, work. Is everything's great until you're against it, and you're like, "Well, this is unfair." So you're saying like no one's for the law when it when it like impedes their stuff. Exactly. Eh, that's probably true. I mean, to an to a degree, that's definitely true. To um, to to a certain extent. That's yeah, I mean, it's 100%. not it's not a hundred percent every time guaranteed. But... Yeah, because listen, if there's a rule that means you have to go to jail every time I do something wrong, like as much as you don't like the rule, I think it's fair. Right. And so I think we have to enforce that. Right. Probably doubly so in a quarantine. Exactly. We gotta make sure that everything's okay. Yeah, we, we've got to we got to be extra tight on the law. Um, I was seeing some tweets from a gentleman who's who says he's in South Korea right now traveling for work, and he said what they're doing to control the COVID nineteen versus what we're doing. He's, we're not prepared. He basically is saying. Uh, he explained the process where when you show up in South Korea, they, they put you in two lines. If you experience symptoms at all, you go in one line and you basically go into super lockdown. If you haven't experienced symptoms, you download an app on your phone and they put an ankle monitor on you and you have to stay in the lockdown dorms. If you're not going to stay in your own home and you have to stay there for 14 days while they keep track of you. And twice a day, you notify via the app your symptoms. 
also nationwide as people are reporting symptoms. It's being processed through the app. And when there are confirmed test positive cases, it's being notified via the app. So then you can contact Trace and go back and be like, oh, I came into contact with that person. Right. The level of insecurity the United States would have with that. <laughs> like, I mean, I have, like, that just sounds terrifying to me. Maybe because I'm so America gave freedom. Like, that just sounds horrifying. Yeah, like, we're not ready. Like, and that's what they're doing to control it. And right. meanwhile, we're like, we don't want to wear masks. By the I way, do, if, you I... break, if you break their quarantine, it's a massive fine and automatic jail time. Yeah. It's okay. People create don't go outside anyways. It's all the China smog will kill them anyways. Well, right now the air is really clean because nobody's, you know, manufacturing. Right. That's what they want you to think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, the Koreans never went outside anyway. That's why they're so good at video games. It's funny when you first said that, but then I started thinking about it and how much sense it makes. Yeah, no, it's 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 definitely like the weirdest. Like because of because of China's manufacturing and because of the smog they produce, it caused the South Koreans to not play outside as often. So they started gaming from a young age, and that's why Koreans are super gamers. And they really are the super gamers of the industry. Yeah, they're all all of the best esports, all the best like people who play games and make money playing games are all Korean. It's them and twelve year old boys in America. Yeah, them and then like the the few people that are just either really talented or this is all they do. It's really a dedication thing. Like I played video games a lot, but like I never got that serious about them. <laughs> Uh, you say you play video games a lot. I can't even get you to agree to go online with me to Modern Warfare. Not anymore. I, I haven't played video games at all, really. It's been You're... the last the last game I played to completion was Sekiro, and that came out over a year ago. Yeah, man, but we're creeping up on some good games now. Avengers is supposed to come out this year, Cyberpunk. Um... Yeah. Cyberpunk looks really good. No Man's Sky recently did an update now where you can drive mech tanks. So I need to like me some mech tanks. Do I need to re-upload No Man's Sky? Also, you can have like private servers like up to thirty people on them on No Man's Sky now. Well, that's kind of cool. So like thirty of you can be in one universe doing stuff, but I don't have thirty friends. So right, yeah, I have like that's... eight. <laughs> can I can I hang out with your friends? <laughs> yeah, we can all get together. It's fine. <laughs> well, No Man's Sky. It. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have any freaking space on my PlayStation after freaking Call of Duty. All right, fine. We'll, we'll play seven thousand gigabytes. Yeah, it does feel weird that it. I feel like it makes you download the whole game, even if you're just playing the Battle Royal. I think so too, because I think it needs all the stuff from like the base game. Does it though? That feels. I mean, boring. it probably doesn't, but like, it's like, eh, it's probably good to have this. We'll just play it. <laughs> Just it's go just a hog is what it is. It's just just like, hold what this. If, what if the game was 200 gigabytes? <laughs> 20 gigabytes is just some guy singing Whitney Houston's greatest hits. Yeah. In game. So that, that happened in, uh, I think it was Titanfall, the first one. Oh, yeah. The, 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 one of the versions of Titanfall 1 was like, 
had like over 200 gigs. Like the game wasn't even that big, but it was like 220 gigs. It was like 20 gigs of actual game. And then someone messed up somewhere along the line. And all of the sound files were uncompressed, so it was like three, two to three hundred <laughs> gigabytes of sound. <laughs> hey Todd, did you compress the sound files? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yep. Hey Todd, um, the game is three hundred gigabytes. Are you sure you compressed the sound? Well, what version are you running? <laughs> right, which one? It's like, why? Why would you? <laughs> why do you have to ask me that, Todd? Didn't you compress the sound files? Yeah, so maybe. Just, maybe. <laughs> but you shipped so many sound files. It's just, <laughs> just so big. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> um, friend of the show, B-Mac, he had a funny story for me the other day. We were uh, sitting around talking, and he was like, man, I just, I've been having a rough go at work. Our company was updating some stuff, and we were putting in a new patch, and it was working perfectly um, in, like, the quarantine server, you know, where you, mm-hmm. where you test updates in, like, a model version of the program. Yeah. However, uh, when they uploaded it to the live server, it didn't work. Oh, sweet. And it caused a, a, a pretty big bug slash crash. Oh, awesome. And uh, we were talking about it, and... Inside the quarantine server, there was an update that was applied that hasn't been fully applied to the real server yet. Oh, so it was working under different circumstances? Correct. But as he's explaining it, he kind of is like, yeah, it winds up being like my fault. It's like, I feel bad, blah, blah, blah. So they kind of get to talking about it. And uh, so he's telling me the story later. And I was like, just blame it on someone else. No one will ever know. And he's like, no, I mean, it really was my fault. And, like, we talked about it a lot. I was like, that's fine. Like, with your balls, take the heat. But then when you get into the meetings, blame someone else. Right, you go, why isn't this update across? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, you flip it. That's what you do. Maybe if you guys have gotten all your updates in on time. We got Well, he's on the update team, in which case it makes him look even worse. <laughs> right, but it makes a different part of the update team. Like, instead of you being in trouble, now a different part of the team's in trouble. Oh, I guess. And if you're a team player, the team is still equally in trouble, so it's kind of a win-win. Right, yeah. See, this clearly works out in the rule of law. Yeah. Listen, in the world of Corey, nothing makes more sense. The rule of law only applies to those when it makes sense. Yeah, if it's not going to make sense for me, then I don't care about the law. That's what we talked about, right? That's what we said? Yeah, 100%. We just decided that? We've decided that's how laws work. I'm going to use that in court one day. Your Honor, this law uh, doesn't apply to me. Uh, I'm sorry? Yeah, it's for people who care, and I, I don't. So, overruled. <laughs> what's, oh, what's that crazy group of people that are like the free inhabitants or whatever? Oh, yeah, where like they argue weird stuff like that they're not required to have driver's licenses and stuff like that. yeah. So, I love watching videos where one of those guys tries to navigate court. So, they had this one guy. He's arrested. And a lot of places now will film and air bail hearings, okay? So, this dude is in jail. And this all this is is a bail hearing. And for those who don't know the legal system, and, and Nico, I know you're one of them, um, what, what happens is 
when you get arrested for something, like let's say I'm outside, I'm acting a fool, and I'm, I'm publicly intoxicated. The police arrest me, and they charge me with public intoxication. They take my blood. That's a way it's lab for evidence. As of right now, I'm being charged with the crime of public intoxication. Being in America, I'm innocent until proven guilty, which will happen at trial. So while I'm, I've been arrested, taken into jail, they took my picture, they fingerprinted me, and I'm now before a judge, and I'm promising that I will show back up for trial. That's what bail is. Mm-hmm. So the idea is I'm going to put down something of value or pay X amount of money to wander society until the time of trial. Well, this guy is one of those guys, the freedom people or whatever they're called. The freedom inhabitants, I think. I don't really care. Uh, <laughs> he's one of those the freeloaders. He's one of those people who somehow thinks he doesn't have to follow the laws of the country because we wrote the word freedom in the Constitution. Um, that's how that works. Big brain strength. Right. So he, they didn't read the rest of it. They were they, they heard the word freedom yelled by William Braveheart, and they were like, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, so, I am William Wallace. Um, I am William Wallace. <laughs> so the guy's in court, and and he doesn't want to identify himself because he doesn't feel like he has to, according to the stupid free people rules of the universe or whatever it is. And what's here's what's weird is they'll use like Geneva Convention stuff, but not like the laws of America. Be yeah, because like, the Geneva Convention has more places attached to it, so they think but, it holds like more power uh, theoretically. But if you if you care about any agreements, you kind of have to care about the one in the place you live, right? No, because the one that you, the one they also agreed to those. So like, <laughs> you don't even know why. Like you're no, not I don't. Sure. This is like I'm trying my hardest to like. <laughs> figure out like I'm listening the to the real terms. worst logic in the universe I'm listening to your hamster have an asthma attack as he's trying to make the wheel spin and you're like I I don't know nah, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> but so the guy's sitting there and they're like are you are you Richard Burton and he's like he's like uh I am the agent acting on behalf of Richard Burton and he's like, okay, uh, is Richard Burton available for comment currently on guilty or not guilty or on the matter of bail? And the guy's like, um, probably. I, I am an individual who is at liberty to say that as the agent of Richard Burton, we are at this time uh, willing, we would like to make bail. Yes, sir. <laughs> like he keeps trying to loop it. And so the, the judge finally is like, okay, well, listen, as the agent of Richard Burton, what, what I need you to do is uh, he's like, well, listen, uh, as the agent of Richard Burton, I can't be held in jail. You have to release me. And he goes, oh, okay. Uh, all right. Well, the agent of Richard Burton is free to go. However, the individual identified as Richard Burton by the state has to stay. Is that you also? <laughs> and he's like, um, well, the state has attempted to identify me by a moniker. However, right now, I am presently only operating as the agent of Richard Burton. And he's like, okay, well, that's fine. When when they photographed and ID'd Richard Burton, did they use your fingerprints and ID? <laughs> he's like, uh, it is likely that there would be a match consistent with uh, my fingerprints and photo, yes. And he's like, okay, well, then we're going to discuss the matter of bail with you. Otherwise, Richard Burton has to stay in jail. 
Judge is like, did they take your fingerprints? Because that's who we're looking for. That's the guy we're going after right now. <laughs> the guy whose fingerprints and photo we have on file. Are you wearing his name tag? You are? Okay, we're going to treat you like him today. We have decided in accordance with your whatever that um, you are him and we don't care. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look, listen. Here's how it's going to go today. You're Richard Burton until I'm done. And then you can be whoever you want to be to everyone else in jail. And then when we come back tomorrow, you'll be who I need you to be again. <laughs> I saw one where the guy tried to say that he's like a moor. I don't even know what that is. Um, I think they were like a group of people. Uh, if you watch the Kevin Costner Prince of Thieves, Morgan Freeman is one. So I'm guessing it's like black people in the Middle East. The Moors. Okay. Right. Um, and so it's got to be like a tribe of people. I don't know my history well enough to, to comment, but. But the guy was like, I'm not giving my name because I am a moor and the moor are free to travel from any place that they so choose. And the judge is like, okay, well, you're in contempt of court until you give your name. So we're going to hold you. <laughs> I would not be held. <laughs> it's like, look, you, you don't have to play it by our rules, but you will sit in jail until you do. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know how you're going to play that one, Chief. Yeah. Also, that lady in Dallas who the governor had to change his order because of her, by the way, she's now more powerful than a governor. I don't understand, I don't understand how any of that works. Two things from that. First of all, she was not a barber herself. She owned the barber shop. I mean, at least, I mean, that makes sense. Does it? Because it, it. it means she gets her money from the chair rentals. Not from the haircuts. Well, yeah, but if she doesn't open the thing to have the chairs available, they, then the barbers can't make money. Right, but that also means that she's essentially the landlord. So, like, well, yeah, she's the but one, if your landlord she's, she's also the one who should be, your job, but she's the one who should be going to like the bank and asking for extension. Then, yeah, like it's no, one thing if sure. if you're if you're the barber, okay, fine. But even then, I don't agree with it. But if but you're the one with the business. But if you're the one directly with the loan, you can't – like, you're the one who made an investment. Right, but I mean, like – So can you if imagine you, – If like, you're open or not depends on these people's livelihoods. Like, theoretically, yeah, they could cut hair from their house. There's, But they're also regulated by the state also. Like, everyone in this situation agrees to do what the state tells them because they all have to have a license from the state. Mm-hmm. So at this point – if the governor says don't open, you don't really have, like, if you want to argue hard enough with it, he's like, okay, fine, everyone can open, but now I need your license. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I don't, I don't, I don't get, like, I just don't understand the position that they took. But she was a business owner. Can you imagine, like, if you're a stock shareholder and you refuse to let the company go bankrupt because, like, uh, I own a thousand shares of this company. You have to not bankrupt because I said so. Like, it doesn't work that way. It's an yeah. investment. You lost the money. I think those are very different scenarios. I think it's investing either way. Owning I think it's investing, is- but I think the circumstances are so wildly different and not really. No, the, the circumstances are wildly different, but at the end of the day, they're both an investment of your income. Like, you don't 
when you invest, you invest with the oper- with the with the realization that this could be a total incomplete loss. That's true. You know, same thing with rental properties. All these Airbnb people, uh, they just someone just wrote an article talking about how all the all the Airbnb people are like economically destroyed right now. And it's like, uh, didn't you guys just release a documentary where Airbnb was getting taken over by people who were buying houses specifically to rent them out on Airbnb? So, yeah, which way is another, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's either the worst or greatest industry ever existed. Right. This is either the thing that solves your biggest problem or it is your biggest problem, so decide. Right. I don't know. This thing is a mess, and like it creates confusing allies and, and, and enemies, I suppose, economically. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. When it was individuals who were going bankrupt and going broke because of hard times, nobody cared. Well, when it's the whole world at once, it's kind of different. It is, but it's also the people that we're crying about aren't the people who ever have been the ones we would have helped you know what i mean like all of a sudden we're feeling bad for the for the woman who owns the barbershop who makes the barber people rent chairs from her she's like a weird middleman in the small business community you know what i mean like she's neither the entrepreneur nor you know what i mean like i mean the theory like we're, we're they provide a service because not every barber can, you know, open their own barber shop. Right. But what a lot of them do is, like, a barber will own the building. So, like, how it used to be. The barber would own the building and cut hair, have a chair or two for themselves. And they would have some barbers as employees, and then the extra chairs they would rent out. Mm-hmm. We now have come to a point now where people simply buy and start salons, and they don't they don't own any of the chairs. They are, or they only own the chairs. They don't. They don't cut any hair. They don't have any employees. Right. That's, that's what a, this that's woman a, has become. That's a that's a position that you can have if you want. You know, started. You know, it may be something that you've always been adjacent to, or you wanted to get into, but you're just like, well, I'm in a position where I can own the shop and have the chairs and be in an environment which I either care about or don't. I mean, a lot of people is just investing for them. Right, it, but but that's the optimum word. If they're investing, then I don't feel bad when they lose their investment. Well, well, investment is an important part of society and economic growth. It's it, how people. It it's how it's how you start as a barber, renting a chair, leaving or having a career there. It says it really depends on what you want to do with yourself. It, it, no, and I agree. However, we've always so like right now, if I wanted to start buying stock. They would first evaluate my net worth and limit how much stock I could buy based on my net worth. Until you have a million dollars of liquidity, they don't let you just willy-nilly invest. However, we let – when it comes to real estate, we don't have that same standard. And so people like this lady then get themselves into corners where they have to defy a governor's order to open up because they can't afford not to rent the chairs out. Also, we talk about job creators. Everyone running a chair from her is essentially a 1099 or their own small business. So she's not even having employees. You know what I mean? Like she's the least helpful job creator in 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 the spectrum. 
Right, but she's a job creator nonetheless. Is she, but no, I don't know. I, I don't know that she is. I think she she creates the opportunity for other people to have small businesses, but she doesn't actually have employees. She's not responsible for them paying into their like they have to set aside their taxes, so she doesn't pay the taxes for them. She doesn't pay into unemployment. As we've shifted away from employment to 1099, we've shifted protections away from workers. Right. I don't disagree with that, and I don't necessarily agree with everything that they, that business model entails. Like, I think that you should take care of your workers. You know, I've worked as a 1099. It was garbage, and we just got thrown out of the bus, and then we had nothing, and then it was like, cool, pay taxes later. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and that's how that goes. And that's what that's what happens to 1099s. And so when someone owns the building but doesn't invest in the employees, then they can do that. They can treat everyone like trash. And there's no telling there's no telling how many perfectly good business people she's run off or done stuff to simply because they were 1099s. Right, but then there also comes, you know, the the other options where it's like you could just go somewhere else, the freedom of movement, or if it's your only option. You know, you don't have to cut hair there if you don't want to cut hair there. No, and you're absolutely right. They can cut hair anywhere. They absolutely can. But that also means she's the only victim when it comes to, oh, I have to open my shop. Because they can cut hair somewhere else. They could go to another state where it's not licensed. Or they could do it underground illegally at home. Like, those barbers had other options. She's the one who had no other options. And so that's why I don't necessarily know that I feel bad for her. That's fair. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I like I get it. Like for her position as the investor, not as the person who's actually creating work. Yeah, like, and maybe it should be a different story if she was a, a the business employer and employed these people and had all the extra stuff. Yeah. Also, she received uh, PPP loans and uh, SBA loans. So I kind of don't like her even more. Because the point of those loans was to keep yourself out of trouble, right? You know what I mean? Right. And now here she is raising the stink and making a big publicity stuff after she gets the loans. Right. And someone don't launched get yourself a GoFund- arrested. Right. And someone else launched a GoFundMe for her. I don't ever trust those anyways because what ends up happening is somebody just pockets the money and then leaves. Well, remember the one that was for the wall where people were going to – the guy was like, I'm going to build the wall anyway. Let's let's pay for Trump's wall. Uh, the guy wound up being like a crazy – he's not even a right-wing dude. Like he's just a grifter of right-wing things. Uh-huh. So like he'll make rip-off Trump hats, sell them on websites, and then like – but he himself doesn't care about the political causes. Right. Uh, anyway, he just took the money. Yeah, because what do you think was going to happen? I don't understand people. They thought they thought they were getting their wall finally. <laughs> like, <laughs> taking like taking money from babies. They don't even know what it's worth. Well, and the weird part is a lot of these people don't seem to understand the internet. There's there's just a lot of uninformed people. Uh, my mom finally learned about deep fakes, which have only been around for about two years now. Those uh, are terrifying, though. Those are terrifying. But she learned about him, and so then the other day she was like, are you sure it was him who said it? Because they have this thing now where they can make your face say anything. And I was like, Mom, that's that's like two years old. Everyone knows about it. 
Right. Also, it has to be someone like famous because they have to have like tons of information. It, I, it, don't explain that. Just right now, it's under the impression anyone anywhere can can be turned into a deep fake. All right. This is where my years of internet of internet <laughs> being an internet shadow. <laughs> There's like one picture of me. And it's from the Chronicle, and I'm there. That's right. You can be deep faked. From one angle and perfectly still. <laughs> as far as my mom's aware, you can be deep faked. Well, that's over. So no, <laughs> I'm not even doing this episode. It's truly my deep fake. It's actually um, a woman. We've hired a woman to be Nico now. Dang. Yeah, she's way better at it than Nico. <laughs> she's a far better Nico than Nico. <laughs> Should have known. Uh, we're gonna jump out to a break when we come back we got a little bit more nerd thug radio coming your way this is Corey DLG of nerd thug radio gonna tell you guys about my friends the adventure begins comics games and more located right there on 1488 in Conroe right now they're not open but the Facebook page is active they are still working every day to keep to keep their inventory going they're building a website they, they're working on some events behind the scenes that they can hopefully still put together, even maybe some some internet-based things that they're working on. Uh, but they're, they want to stay connected with the community. They want to stay connected with you guys, and they want to keep serving the community in any way they can during these trying times. So reach out to facebook.com backslash, uh, I believe it's The Adventure Begins. If not, just check the search bar, The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more. We often link to them so you can see them on our page. Just reach out, and if you can support them at all, go ahead and do so. Uh, as everybody kind of goes through this great pandemic opportunity. Uh, thanks and be safe, guys. Hey, Conros, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses, local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open. They require the support of their community. So takeouts uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who've been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. This is Rudy Townjanovich and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? Welcome to another edition of Nerd Thug Radio. We're back from break right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, you can check us out on Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. We're back on our grind. And little brother Nico is doing the daily cosplays. How's it going, buddy? Uh, it's going pretty well. All right. Did you enjoy that break? What break? The, the commercial break. Oh, yeah, it was all right. What was your favorite part? Uh, you know, I can't complain. You know, the ads, you know, the ads. Was it, was it the ad for Adventure Begins? It was. 
Yeah. See, like I was trying to softball you, but like, yeah, swinging a miss. It's all right. We're gonna get you there, buddy. One day. <laughs> One of these <laughs> days, we'll get it together. <laughs> all right. Go ahead and tell our friends about our other friend, the Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open. They are uh, officially open as of last Friday. Uh, you can head into the store. They don't have any of the gaming events going on, but their doors are open for your comic book and your gaming needs. You know, this is a quarantine time. You need something to pass the time. This is a great place to come on down, pick up your books, pick up some games. You know, it's a good time to spend uh, quality gaming time with the fam. They have all kinds of different games available there. Uh, they do have demo, but I don't think they're doing that as of right now. But they have a fantastic staff. Great location, uh, you know, in, in this great, great time of, uh, you know, we all just need a little bit of a chance to just sit back and enjoy, you know, our, our nerd culture. Really yeah, for sure. Else said. And you want to go, you want to get out there at 1488 and go hang out at the Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. You want to stay local and support local. Um as dumb as his ad is, little brother Nico puts his money where his mouth is, and he just went and dropped a grip on a on a what did you, what did you buy? A whole box of what? A case of what? A case of uh, Weishwartz, the JoJo set, JoJo Bizarre Adventure. So some Japanese card game action. Uh, yeah, that's what Nico's into. Uh, I can't tell you what I'm into legally. Um, so Nico had himself uh, a little bit of a ball there the other day, and finally got his case in. For his cars, he'd been waiting. They were supposed to ship it right before the quarantine, and then the store went on lockdown the day the set came out. Is that do I remember that right? Yeah, the day or like the day after. And so that was it. They closed Montgomery County, so Nico couldn't even get it for two months. <laughs> and it finally came in, finally shipped it, and I was like, I'm ready. Slap my money on the counter, and then he didn't that even was the make, whole day. He didn't even make Bill dance on the table for it. So nope. Uh, so you need to get out there to the Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and more. Have yourself a great time. Support local. Nerd out with your heart out. And just kind of enjoy it. Um, man, you know, I'm, we're coming down to the, the final stretch of this, of this episode. And it's hard for me to focus because I did, like, the fattest thing possible. As we were recording Sunday night just so that uh, with school and everything going on, it's just one less thing we've got to worry about during the quarantine. I... So today is Mother's Day. My mom's in Wisconsin. Uh, there's not a lot going on for me today. So I fatted out and I spent $40 at Papa John's. $40? What do you even get for $40? Uh, I'm not legally obligated to say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they did introduce some sort of like sandwich thing, like a Papa Papa. Oh, I know what you're talking. It's like a, it's like a weird calzone type thing. Yeah, so I got a Philly one of those. Only all right, not my favorite, not great. Ooh, um, not a great review of the whatever it's called. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, listen, if, it, if you bucks, can't remember what it's called, yeah, for six bucks there are better places to drop your money. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, um, I got some wings. I ate the mess out of those because I love me some wings. Wings. Huh. You really can't mess up wings. Not true. Not true. You you definitely can. Um, yeah. I've had bad about, wings. No, that's, that's, I'm not saying bad. You can't have bad wings. I'm saying like 
it takes a lot to mess up wings, though. True, true. If you mess up wings, you got no business in the kitchen. Exactly. So, uh, I also got some pizza. It was a, it was meatball and pepperoni. Meatball. Meatball. And then I also got some cheese sticks and then soda. And oh, like, obviously, I haven't eaten all of it, but I've eaten quantities of each of it. Mm-hmm. And I am just living fat today, bro. <laughs> just l- living fat. Living La Vida. Gordo. Yeah. Living La Vida Gordo. Oh. Living La Vida Gordo. I'm um I'm I'm Ricky Cardio, not Ricky Martin. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally I think that's actually like an adventure time villain. His name is Ricardo. It's <laughs> the most terrifying thing on the planet. Adventure Time's really weird. Like, it's the end of the world, right? You know what it's about? Yeah, it's it's post-apocalyptic world. Like, there's a hole blown in the planet from like a giant nuke. They called it which, the Mushroom War. Which, listen, I don't think we're that far away from. <laughs> Make your plans accordingly. Make your plans accordingly. This is this is all the land of Ooh now. <laughs> um. So speaking of local, I do want to make an announcement today. Ooh. We are we have partnered with Marini's Pizza, uh, and we are going to start doing a giveaway. Um, and so all week long, if you like and share the show. And what do we decide? Because they need, they need to be doing reviews. That's what we want to see, right? Yeah, we want Apple iTunes reviews. If you're listening on the on the iTunes, and if you're any other uh, on your other apps, just try and find the the write a review button. And uh, That's right. hit us hit us with your opinions. Reviews, reviews, reviews. We want reviews. We want to get our reviews up. We want to get our listens up. So we would like you to share it, share us on the social medias, and do reviews every time you send us a screenshot of you sharing us or doing a review is an entry to receive a free order from Marini's. We're going to release the details on the Facebook page a little bit later this week of specifically what you're getting for free from Marini's. Um, But I wanted to announce that today on the show. Uh, This is, listen, Conroe is opening back up little by little and Nerd Thug Radio wants to be there to help Conroe open strong and stay strong and get stronger. So we're going to be working with the local businesses, and we're going to be working with more local businesses as time goes by. Uh, Marini's is just the first step in the, in the Nerd Thug Radio rebuild of Conroe, okay? Um, but yeah, so make sure you're listening, liking, sharing, and reviewing. Everyone doing that is eligible to get an entry into the free Marini's contest. Uh, any questions, Nika? Does that sound like a good idea? Yeah, that sounds great. All right, you're going to send those, you're going to DM those to the Facebook page, Nerd Thug Radio Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Send those DMs of screenshots of you reviewing and sharing and liking on the various social medias. Each individual message is an entry into the contest. We'll do a drawing at the end of each week for this month here of May, and every Friday in May we're going to be announcing a winner of uh, some free Marini's grub. Nothing beats yeah. free pizza. So I mean, yeah, and their pizza is super good. 
Yes, yes, it is. I've been enjoying it. Uh, they also do some great stuff. They do some submarinis, which are essentially pizza burritos. I've never seen that anywhere. Wow. It's not a calzone. It's literally a pizza burrito. That, and that's such a funny name because it, it, it's a pun. Submarini? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's good. It's good. Um, all right, as we're up against it here over the last couple minutes, not, there hasn't been a ton of pop culture stuff. DC has released a couple more animated movies. Uh, including the Justice League Dark Side War, which I think pairs Justice League, Justice League Dark with the Teen Titans. That's kind of cool. But this apparently does wrap up the DC animated story that they've been telling. Oh, that's concerning. Cool. Yeah, I'm not sure. Totally. Like, some of them them have been standalone, though. Yeah, and like, they did Superman Red recently. I'm not sure what... I don't think this is an end for DC Animated, but... I don't know that. I, I honestly don't, because the, the way they're pitching this and the way they've written in their promo material, it's definitely an end of something. Uh, maybe. Maybe they're trying to get away from the standard kind of... Maybe they only want to do standalones after this, and they don't yeah. want to do the like the Ongoing. continuity stuff. Maybe. But those are the best ones. I mean, yeah, because they tell a really big story, but I feel like there's a lot of story that you could, like, like how cool would it be like like a DC animated, like, uh, Kingdom Come or something? Well, I mean, but they've been doing their, their the ones that, like, the Dark Knight Returns was a two-parter that didn't connect. Yeah. I, which, by the way, I have your Blu-rays. I never gave them back. Oh, yeah. Um, and they've done some interesting ones, and they've even crossed over ones you didn't see coming. So, like, Flashpoint Paradox, the end oh. of that. You cool. know, it ends with, with uh, Batman shooting uh, Zoom in the head. Well, then when you flash over to Suicide Squad Hell to Pay, um, uh, Zoom is the villain, but he's slowly dying because he has a, he's been shot in the head and he's just running on pure speed force. The bullet slowly entering his brain. <laughs> so literally, Flashpoint Paradox and Suicide Squad Hell to Pay tie in together and so like cool tie-ins like that is the part of the fun of the dc animated universe uh, i don't know i'm not sure that i agree with taking it apart like that i don't know it doesn't seem dc is very good at making decisions uh, ever so this doesn't surprise me <laughs> how do you really feel uh <laughs> dc hey you know this one thing that we have going for us that's trashy we don't need that anymore Let's move on from that. Let's just cancel it. Um, speaking of weird choices, New Mutants, the unaired Fox X-Men movie uh-huh. uh, that Disney owns completely. Yep. Within one week, I've heard both that it's going to release soon as video on demand and that they're keeping it from being released so they can put it in the theaters at some point. Yep, I love that one. Well, it was like it's like the story with uh, I think like the Trolls movie made way more would... money than the first one because they didn't have to put it in theaters. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. I don't know. <laughs> also, that definitely means for one week and everybody at home. Well, but like my uh, my nephew, my nephews and my niece watched it. Yeah, I saw the snap video of them watching it at home on pizza night. So like, yeah, probably tons of people watched it. I don't know. So, like, I feel oh, like that was a movie that just didn't need to happen in theaters, yeah, but that's, because that's, of like yeah. 
like because of circumstances somehow like made it because it was like look at this new thing you can only watch here while you're stuck at home that's the thing if you have new content right now while no one can do anything else why haven't you released it right like if I was 90% done with like uh, an animated project right now I would literally be just massive overtime crushing it to get it out yeah but not everyone's as opportunistic as we are here at Nerd Thug Radio. Um, and with that being said, we're going to get out of here. On behalf of Little Brother Nico and myself, I do want to thank everybody for listening. I remind everyone to stay safe, stay healthy, uh, fact check your news sources, wash your hands, be clean, and help each other and take care of each other. Um, on behalf of The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. And don't forget to enter for your chance to win free Marines. Come back and hang out with us uh, next time. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio going to tell you guys about my friends, The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. Located right there on 1488 in Conroe. Right now, they're not open, but the Facebook page is active. They are still working every day to keep to keep their inventory going. They're building a website. They, they're working on some events behind the scenes that they can hopefully still put together, even maybe some, some internet-based things that they're working on. Uh, but they're, they want to stay connected with the community. They want to stay connected with you guys, and they want to keep serving the community in any way they can during these trying times. So reach out to facebook.com backslash, uh, I believe it's The Adventure Begins. If not, just check the search bar, The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. We often link to them so you can see them on our page. Just reach out, and if you can support them at all, go ahead and do so uh, as everybody kind of goes through this great pandemic opportunity. Uh, thanks and be safe, guys. Hey, Conroe, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community, so takeouts. Uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who've been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio.